Welcome to Espresso Shot. I'm Sarah. Uh, I am the director here at the Annenberg Presidential Conference Center. I have no idea how many years I've been in the industry at this point. I feel like they're all blurred together. Uh, just been doing this a while. That's about all about me. <laughs> and I'm TJ. Uh, I'm an event manager here at the Annenberg Presidential Conference Center. Um, I've been event managing for three and a half years. Don't know. Something bro. like that. Um, but have been in the event industry for a long time. Espresso Shot is a podcast about the staff, faculty, and students of the Bush School of Government and Public Service. The recordings take place in our studio here at the Annenberg Presidential Conference Center, the Allen Building, or the comfort of the guest's office. Each episode, we will inform you of the individual's unique qualities, contributions they bring to the college, their work and or experience throughout their time here. So, welcome to Espresso Shot. Um, You're on, Jamie. We'll let you handle this. This is TJ, you know. Okay. My talkative partner. Oh no. Okay. I I will do my best to fill in for TJ. Um, so today we welcome Vivian Ivory and Halani. I should have asked how to say your last name. <laughs> it's all right. It's Quinones. Okay. Both participated in the new Bush 285 classes pyramid doors. Yeah, I wasn't gonna try to say that after she did. Sorry. It happens. <laughs> Um, so Vivian is a sophomore honors international studies major minoring in French language and women and gender studies. She grew up overseas, but moved to Houston, Texas in high school. After graduation, she decided to come to Texas A&M. On top of being a peer mentor, she is an officer for both the Aggie French Club and the Council of Arts, Social Sciences, and Humanities. She is a student worker in the Bush School Undergraduate Advising Office and works closely with our undergraduate advisors and department head. In the future, she hopes to pursue a career in therapy or counseling at a nonprofit organization. Alani is currently a sophomore honors political science major, double minoring in history and English, and pursuing a legal history certific certificate. She is from Brownsville, Texas, and on top of being a peer mentor, she is a news reporter for the battalion. Her future goals include earning a Juris Doctor in Law and holding a career as an attorney and working in public policy or media. Clearly, I missed something else. No, you didn't. Okay. Why? I copy and paste. I, so if, yeah. Well, I'm just, welcome. I would never have known how to say that. So, and I've never even heard of that. What is a Juris Doctor? Um, it's basically like a JD, like a, a degree in law. Okay. Okay. Well, I should know these things. My sister's a lawyer, but clearly I don't. <laughs> How much I pay attention. Well, welcome ladies. We're glad you took out time to come talk with us today. Um, so as I know, Jamie mentioned, you guys were peer mentors for the 285 class. So what exactly drew you guys to wanting to be a peer mentor? Do you want to go first, Halani? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, can you repeat the question? Because it kind of like glitched a little bit. Oh, um, yes. What What drew you to wanting to be a peer mentor? 
So before I was a peer mentor, I actually worked as an orientation leader just this past summer, which I got the opportunity to help incoming students adjust to AM as well as learning more about the opportunities that they offered, helping them transition from high school to college. And overall, I was able to work with large groups of students in trying to navigate their first year experience. So when I saw that there was a peer mentor opportunity for the Bush School, I was more than enthusiastic to be able to specifically focus on a smaller group of people, especially under the Bush School. And I also wanted more experience um, guiding first year students, as well as having a say in how the curriculum is shaped in the classroom, in the way that they are navigating the Bush School, as well as opportunities around Texas A&M. I feel like I need tips on how to actually interview. Every time we do these, I feel like an idiot half the time. <laughs> <laughs> they respond so well, and y'all's bios are always so inspiring. Like, I don't even... I don't even know what boxes I would even check off of the things I've accomplished. <laughs> Lots of things. You know, I'm like, I'm like my bio, especially a sophomore in college would have not looked anything similar. No, no. <laughs> double major, double minor. No, thank you. Honors, whatever. I'm glad I got done. <laughs> I graduated. Yeah, it's about right. That's our generation. Just get through it. What about you, Vivian? Yeah. So I kind of had a similar experience, honestly. Um, I worked a couple NSEs over the summer um, when I at the advising office. And I just had like so much fun talking to the prospective students and like, like, I don't know, like, I just remember feeling so like, oh my gosh, like school's starting and this is such a big school and it's so overwhelming. And like, it's it was kind of nice to just be in like the other shoes and be like, everything's gonna be okay. And so, um, yeah, when I, same thing, when I found out that there's a Bush school, um, hullabaloo, I was like, this is so much fun. And like, like you'll have a lot in common with those kids. Cause they all have like similar career interests. So yeah, that's kind of what made me want to do it. Definitely worth it. Good. Good. So in the fact that both of you, um, obviously have a desire to help you know incoming students and take a big focus on what they're doing and helping explain to them what A&M is all about um and obviously I'm sure and we'll get to this question about what you guys kind of think that maybe they they learned from y'all what do you think you guys took away working with your instructors is there any big major takeaways that you learned from working with one of the faculty or staff within the college Um, so for me, I worked with a very great um, instructor and it was pretty fun to be able to uh, come up with what activities, icebreakers and other um, lessons that we were going to be teaching the students. So one of the biggest lessons I learned is I pretty much learned how to um, maybe coordinate things a little bit better. So especially with like within, like with another instructor, basically having those teamwork kind of qualities. So I was able to learn how to work with them well, um, what kind of activities they like doing for the students and how we could make our class more engaging or maybe continue doing the things that are already going well for the students. So I guess uh, another, I guess, big takeaway I could say is that 
there there is some value to the lessons that we're planning. Like even though we we meet weekly just to give an icebreaker with a prize, like overall that's like very meaningful to students because they're gonna take they're gonna make they're gonna be able to remember those lessons in a way that they wouldn't remember without those activities. So I guess in summary, I learned the value of working with others and being able to make an impact on students in an engaging way. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Should I? Yep. Jump right Go in. For it. Yep. So I had the privilege of working with Jamie here um, this semester. So much fun. Um, and I think one of the main things I learned is like, I kind of like going into this course was like, okay, like we're going to be teaching things and it's going to be like a curriculum and a class and it's going to be super structured. And I think to me, the number one thing was like the importance of having an environment with just like compassion and understanding at least like one at some point of the week. And, um, when I did my hullabaloo, like my, instructor was super nice and super sweet and just understanding and you know it kind of made me realize how far that goes and I think like Jamie and I and specifically Jamie did a really good job with just like always keeping it very real keeping it very like like genuine and and caring about the students and giving them at least one class where it's not just about academics where it's about like everything and your overall well-being and not just like how you're doing in classes so I think that's like the importance of having that kind of outlet is kind of what I learned through me and Jamie's work. That's good. Um, I think that, you know, is for as large as this campus is, um, Hullabaloo U was obvious. I truly, as much as I am not an Aggie, so, and I fully admit that, um, I think had I been my first college I went to, had I had something like this, um, I'm not very outspoken in group environments. It takes me a while to warm up to people in general, but I think that having a class like this would have been beneficial. Mm-hmm. Being able to still translate who you were and where you came from in a group setting with other people and figuring out how to navigate through the diverse personalities prior to even getting into a lot of things in college. Um, and I know you guys have fish camp and you have that as an opportunity as well. Um, but this obviously would be on a smaller scale. And I'm sure there's some courses here where the classes are maybe anywhere from two to 400 students. Um, I, the largest class I ever sat in was like 150. That was still a lot to me. You don't really get to know anyone, um, you know, or sit down and talk with anyone about the struggles you may be dealing with or the things you might be going through with the balancing of the, you know, courses along with if you're having to work or if you want to get involved in all these organizations and things like that. Um, so I know in your bio, you mentioned, um, counseling or therapy of some sort, Vivian, do you feel like some of your experience doing this helps translate into some of that? For sure. I think some of my experience here has made me realize that's the path I want to go. Cause prior to this semester, I, that was not like the goal or path I wanted to go on at all. It was very much, um, actually what my major would kind of align with, um, And I think in doing this, I just realized how much I love like kind of being able to help people and like even just doing the one-on-ones with um, the students when I went like meet them at the library, like that 15 minutes, I feel like went a really long way for some of them and for myself because I got to kind of like, like it was like a mutually beneficial thing. 
but yeah, I realized like how much I enjoy that and like having to getting to hear about like how they're doing is just really rewarding. That's good. Do you feel, um, Helani, do you feel like they felt comfortable enough to come to you if they had questions on anything or if they had struggles that they were dealing with, do you feel like they felt more comfortable coming to you or were they more comfortable going to the instructor or not at all? What do you think was the biggest draw of your relationship with the students? So I have to say that the students felt equally comfortable coming to me and my instructor. So especially they had to do a public policy project at the end of their uh, Hullabaloo U class. And the criteria was a little bit undefined at first. And we were kind of trying to figure out what to tell the students because they kept asking, like, I don't understand the instructions and or like they, they were overall like having a lot of like there was a lot of skepticism about what the project entailed but my instructor knew more about it than I did so they were willing to go to her however when it came to registering for classes or any advice on political science classes that I took in the previous year I would help them out and they were very confident in coming to me for tips on how to do this essay that this professor I took last semester um, how that was going to go they also asked me, um, did you take this professor? Do you recommend them? Other questions I had were basically like those um, activities that were more centered around like student experiences that I could speak on. So class registration, trying to choose the right political science classes that were relevant to them. Because again, I'm a political science major and I did take most of the classes that some of them were registering for already. So I was able to help them out there and they were always asking me to maybe uh, help them out with an essay that I had to write and I was able to give them advice on that. So overall, when it came to the Hullabaloo U assignments that the instructors got more information on than I did, they went to her. And whenever there were activities related to class registration and those kinds of things they had to do, they would go to me. So they were very confident and always talking to me when they needed to. That's good. That means that the, the peer mentor did what it, the whole point of it does what it's supposed to do, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, so in regards to that, how impactful do you guys think the peer mentorship program is for this course? Don't answer all at once. <laughs> you can go to the end. It's okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think it's very beneficial. Um, I've really, I really feel like being able to level with someone that's kind of your age. I remember the last class we had, I don't know if y'all heard them, but they had the, the insane realization that I was born in the same year as them. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what? You were born in this year? And I was like, yeah, like I'm just, you know, a grade above. And they were like, oh my God, like I had no idea. And so like, they realize like we are the same age and we went through the similar thing a year ago and so I feel like being able to connect with someone on that really similar like level of like we both you know are away from home for the first time in our lives and you know like we all have that in, like A&M like we're first time Aggies in common and so I feel like the program is really great I still like remember and sometimes keep in touch with my mentor from my freshman year so it's definitely beneficial. That's good. That's good. Um, do you have any constructive feedback that you would give to anyone who would be considering being a peer mentor? 
I definitely would um, have some. I would definitely, I think I've got very lucky with the instructor that I had. Jamie, shout out Jamie. Um, but I feel like Lonnie, I know who her instructor was. Yes, we're both very lucky. Um, <laughs> and I feel like if you had a hard time with your instructor, that could be something that's difficult. And I like I have some classmates that have had like just like really a big difference between them and their instructor. And sometimes that can be hard to still like be a united front when they teach the class. So that's one of the main things. Um but I, I really enjoyed it. I, I feel like that's all that I would really say. What about you, Halani? Um, I have to say uh, for, for peer mentors, I think like if anyone's considering be a peer mentor, like they should absolutely get into it if they really feel strongly about it. Because it's honestly a really amazing experience to be able to help students who, I guess, were in your position once or who are taking the position that you were once in so you're able to kind of offer some perspective and it's really nice to see them um like you know thank you for uh, something as simple as oh how do I register for classes like what button do I press or uh what site do I go to like it's really it's really nice to see that feedback from them because I overall it's just because you feel like you made a difference in some way because they probably would have been lost or they probably would be navigating their first year a little bit differently, especially under the Bush School. Um, and overall, I think other feedback or other advice I could probably provide is to always, I guess, be willing to work with your uh, with the instructor that you're paired with. Sometimes you might have different ideas, different work styles, or different visions for how you want the class to go. But I would say that there's always a way to work around it. There's always a way to kind of find a common ground for not only you and the instructor among each other, but also between the students and the instructor. Because I think having that comfortable setting and relationship to begin with is very important and kind of defines the rest of the semester. You feel like that's accurate, Jamie? I do. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, I was just sitting here like, um, I mean, like what you said earlier, Sarah, about if you would have had this opportunity um just mm. for the class in general when you were in school yeah. but I was thinking about the same thing like my freshman year would have been super helpful um I mean my first class I ever went to was like 350 students and I felt lost but then also thinking about it just I mean working with Vivian and and listening to y'all I mean I think had I have had the opportunity to actually attend a class but then I think it would have been helpful moving forward to actually you know, be a peer mentor um, and help those things. I mean, it does, I feel like it does help make the university feel small, even when it's not. Um, because then you start seeing numbers of like, here, there's 75,000 students and you're like, oh, cool. That's a lot. Well, that's what I was just get, that was what I was going to say is I would imagine that something like this would give them a smaller platform to feel comfortable to be themselves, to be able to ask the questions that they feel uncomfortable asking in those larger environments and having that resource um, for all things that the students need. Um, so with that being said, I got two more questions for you. Is there anything from what you guys taught this semester 
Is there anything in the curriculum that you would you would add that you think would be really beneficial for the students to have as an opportunity for open discussion or anything of that nature? Or do you feel like you guys covered everything in the short semester that you had them? Um, I feel like the semester, like this semester, again, this is like the first semester that they've ever done anything like mm -hmm. this. So of course they're probably still um, wanting to get feedback from students who took Bush 285 and they're still probably shaping up the curriculum a little bit more. But I would say one interesting thing that they could possibly add is maybe um, including, again, because they also had these meetings they had to go to besides the Bush 285 weekly meetings. They also had to go to Tuesday gatherings. But I would say what would be interesting is including maybe shedding light on opportunities under the Bush schools. So whether it's organizations, internships, um, research assistant positions, things like that. I think maybe including like a career section or like, I guess adding more to the career section would be pretty useful because one of the common questions I got was, oh, how did you intern for this? Or how did you find this? Or um, what organizations can I join under the Bush School or anything related to poli-sci? And I think having those opportunities, I guess, to bring to make them more aware of those opportunities would be really helpful because it would make them feel as if there's other opportunities for them to be part of the community and further fulfill the value of public service, which is one of the main missions of uh, mission points of the Bush School. Yeah, I think that was um so I <laughs> I sat in on a couple of Jamie's classes um, as her supervisor. I, she did this last year and I very much supported her doing this because it's something that she absolutely loves to do, giving back to the students and obviously back to the university. But one of the things that I struggled with um, and I had casually asked Jamie to ask her class when I was in the room was the correlation between political science and how it fits into the Bush school whether that was conveyed clearly enough from new student orientation to taking this class. And did it then translate from the Tuesday night class to this Thursday class? Um, and granted, I wasn't there for every class that Jamie taught and I wasn't involved in all of it, but the little bit that I got back, I feel like there was a lost opportunity there, that there could have been more correlation between why political science is now underneath the Bush School, what the overall objective was when they decided to make that move. Because our my former boss, our former dean, is now the president of the university. He was very heavily involved in that. And our um, acting dean right now was involved in that as well. So I feel like there's a, a lost opportunity, but I could be wrong. I mean, maybe from y'all's perspective, there was enough information from political science into Bush School and how it fits into the Bush world and there is a stigma on campus about us being on way left campus where the Bush school um, <laughs> that I don't think people quite understand. It's, it's not what they think. <laughs> we don't like sit out on this property and own it to, to ourselves to do everything that we want to do, but um, long roundabout way. Um, do you guys feel like the students walked away understanding how they fit into the Bush school as part of political science? I, I don't think that, they completely did. I mean, especially looking at, like we were just reviewing the feedback from the overall course and the feedback from our students, like in discussing where you were there that last day. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how 
you know, like those Tuesday lectures were great, but I think they felt that it kind of lacked a little bit of the the belonging in the like political science and international studies and affairs and how it really fits. And I think it's kind of a function of the two year old, I guess two year now, growing pains of bringing undergrads into a like established 20, 25 year old grad school. And so I think it's kind of a function of that, but I think that if they make the correct or the the tweaks necessary to the course that could really help with those growing pains of of switching into a grad school and kind of putting our foot in if that makes sense yep yeah yeah I mean I would me personally working in the college Jamie how long have we been in the college now five Uh, years six years seven years I don't even know feels like 20 years ago it hasn't been that long six years because no because because uh dr ashley had been here seven when he retired when he was retired but didn't right and he yeah, came at the yeah, same yeah. time he started the year at yeah because he came in the same time dean did and we yeah we were here his second year okay so six years um <laughs> long roundabout way the hamster wheel is moving um i think for me it's 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 so sad because i feel like even though we've been a part of the college for as long as we have, there's even times that our department doesn't feel like we're part of the Bush school. One, because we're in a completely separate building. Um, We don't get to engage with the students day to day like everybody else does. Um, So these opportunities for Jamie to be an instructor are great. It helps pull us into some of that. Um, It took up until what, like maybe two years ago and us doing these espresso shots to even realize who did what within the college. Um, but there's so much going on and people have so much research going on and there's so much to do, um, with the student organizations or even beyond that. Um, and I really think that them doing the peer mentor was probably one of the best decisions that they made because one of the things that Jamie and I talked about a long time ago was making one of the grad students a peer mentor to a group of the undergrads. So that way they could understand in their second year, like doing it as a second year grad student. So they understand what it's like being part of because they go through the same growing pains every year. The same thing that these students are coming in, they're just doing it every two years versus in the four years. Um, and a lot of these, of these students in the grad program come from the working world. So I feel like there's a lot of information and experience that these grad students can give the undergrads and help bridge that gap between the undergrads and the graduate students to help kind of make that, you know, imaginary hard line go away. Um, Because even like you guys, listening to you guys talk and reading your bios, I mean, y'all are further along than some graduate students. I mean, with what your career goals are and your aspirations and your willingness to give back and do things. Um, So I I very much, you know, applaud you guys for doing it. I, I really hope you guys had a an excellent time doing it. It was fun that you learned something from it. Um, if there's one thing that you could give one piece of advice that you could give someone who's wanting to do this, what would you give them? You can go first. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, yeah. One piece of advice um, I would give to, I guess, anyone, again, wanting to go into this, um, I guess, is to prepare for anything that the students um, are going to come up to you for because 
they because they are more likely to connect with you because you might even because especially under the bush school like i found myself having some of the same classes that like a couple of my uh peer mentor students did so that was very interesting and they were like they, they felt a little more comfortable going to me uh for i guess even help on some of the assignments so i think one piece of advice i guess is to make yourself approachable and being willing to help out these students because they kind of rely on how you present yourself to be even comfortable in the first place to to go up to you and because the value of a peer mentor is very important so i think making yourself presentable approachable and always willing to help them out when needed is absolutely something that would be of value if you want to be a peer mentor. I love that. I love it. Talking to y'all is so fun. So Great. fun. No, that's a, that's a really good point. I feel like making yourself um, available to them is important. Um, what I'm going to say is going to sound super cliche, but I feel like my number one like piece of advice for someone going to it would just to be kind and understanding because there have been times I know like Jamie remembers where like they're rowdy and the kids are loud or they're just having a hard time focusing and like we have stuff that goes on in our lives and I remember lots of drives over where we're just like oh, what a week like it's already Thursday like I need the weekend you know and I feel like you just have to walk into class every day and kind of just like let that go because like they have stuff going on, we have stuff going on um, and just kind of be like someone that they can talk to and confide in and be comfortable around. We had a lot of silly students that would like say silly things. Yes, and we did. <laughs> we did. But you just have to kind of like, you know, it's a, make it a safe space for them, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's just so worth it. Like when like you go to the library, I went to the library a few days ago and there's like three of them studying together. Like it's so worth it to see that like that tiny little community like continues to benefit them for like the next four years, you could say. So yeah. Yes. I would agree with yeah. that. And the I last class, Brielle and I were sitting there and Brielle goes, I just love that they're not Brielle. It was actually Dewey, our intern, our event intern. She even said, she goes, I love that they have like their own little like groups that they have formed in the class. And I said, yeah, I mean, you know, even if you go to fish camp, there's still hundreds of students around, but in a small setting like this, they have the opportunity to really like click with each other, get to know each other, figure out their interests. Obviously they're in the same degree program at the time. So, you know, there's already that connection. Um, but it was, it was kind of funny. I mean, even the girl walking in that was talking about a, a piercing or tattoo, I don't even know. And she was like, don't tell so-and-so because she wanted to make sure that I, she got to tell everybody. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it was cute. But they definitely wow. have formed that bond already. Um, and it's nice to see. It's nice to see firsthand, besides just hearing about it, the impact that you guys are having on these students. And hopefully they eventually will look back and realize the impact you guys had on them as well. Maybe so, they'll be peer mentors. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. So that's my final question. If given the opportunity, I don't know what their criteria are. Would you guys do it again? For sure. Honestly, yeah. I, I honestly would definitely consider being a peer mentor again. Good. Yeah. Jamie, there's some notes for you to go to your meeting with Maria. You just tell them. Okay. You just bring them all back. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, thank you, ladies. Like I said, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. I very much appreciate you guys talking with us. Um, and I'm I wish you the best of luck. And, you know, Helani, I know you don't come over to our building, but please come by and say hi if you're ever around in Vivian. There's always an office here. Um, which building is this again? Just we're in the sure. Allen or we're in the conference center right next door to the Allen building. Oh, okay, yeah. You know where the poli science library is? Economics library? Um, I think so. Yes. Yes. We our suite is right behind their reception desk. Words words today. Yeah. So um, but I'm sure we'll see you around the Allen building. We wander from time to time when we get hungry and people have free food. Always. Yes. <laughs> but all right. Well, thank y'all very much and good luck and hopefully we'll see y'all soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Espresso Shot. Make sure to visit our website, apcc.tamu.edu, where you can subscribe to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss an exciting show. While you're at it, if you enjoy the show, leave a review or comment, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out, too. Or if you're interested in being a guest, email us at apcc at tamu.edu. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.